Hey there, I'm so glad you're here today. I had a word from Jesus today. It's exciting. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for telling us where things are at, for giving us your perception, for helping us to be on the same page as you. Just asking you to take over here today. We have ears to hear what you're saying, and we want to do your will, not ours. We want to do your will. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. Well, I hope you're on the same page with me. I hope you want to do his will and not your own, because that's what it's about. When you're listening to him, to me, you're listening to him. I only do and say what he tells me to do. And today he's talking to me about taking it to the street. Taking the word of God to the street because the false prophets, the leaders aren't doing the job. Not all of them, some of them. I mean, some of them are, not all of them. Many are not. And so he's asking us to just be like the fishermen. Just be the normal people and go out and do his will. I'm so excited. Um, I wanted to first read to you in Luke And Luke, where Jesus, he, he was baptized and then led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And then he went to um, Capernaum, I believe, and then Nazareth. And when he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he entered into the synagogue as his custom on the Sabbath day. And he stood up to read. And there was handed to him the roll of the book, the prophet Isaiah, and he opened it, and he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel, to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are down, downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken by calamity to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and free from favors of God profusely abound. Then he rolled up the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of the synagogue were gazing attentively at him. And he began to speak to them. Today the scripture has been fulfilled while you were present and hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the words of grace that came from his mouth. And they said, is this not... First, they, they were amazed, and then they said, wait a minute, isn't this Joseph's son? And then um, they were appalled at him. And Jesus said, you can't do much in your own hometown. And um, then they got more and more angry. And in verse 29, it says, rising up, they pushed and drove him out of town. Laying hold of him, they led him to projecting upper part of the hill, on which their town was built, that they might hurl him headlong down and over the cliff. But he got away. And so the reason I'm reading this to you is because Jesus said, it, it, you're not going to be popular. It, it's not the thing to do, but he's asking us to do it. And of course, some people are going to receive us because it is time, such a time as this. When Jesus is coming and the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. And so he's asking us 
to go bring in the harvest. Those of us who believe, he said, if you believe, you're going to do what I was doing and even greater things than this. And so if you believe, then he's calling you to do this. Remember yesterday we talked about we have to do this to have eternal life. The rich man didn't want to give up his stuff. He didn't want to give up his life. He wanted to keep doing what he was doing. And, and um, Jesus said the only way to have eternal life is to follow him. Do what he tells you to do. So anyway, um, and Luke 10, he had at one point sent out the disciples, but now he chose and appointed 70 and sent them out ahead of him two by two into every town and place where he himself was about to come. And he said to them, the harvest indeed is abundant. There is much grain, but the farmlands are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. You've been prayed in. Go your way. Behold, I send you out like lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no provision, no change of sandals. Refrain from retarding your journey by saluting and wishing anyone well. Don't waste any time. Chatting. Because the end is near. Whatever house you enter first, say, Peace be to this household. Freedom from all distresses that result from sin with his family. If it, he's, he's anointed us. He's given us power to go out and do his work. The Spirit of the Lord, he is placing upon us to go and do his work. And if anyone worthy of peace and blessedness is there, the peace and blessedness you wish shall come upon him. But if not, it shall come back to you. Stay in that same house, eating and drinking. Wherever you go into town and they receive and accept you and welcome you, eat what's set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come close to you. So I just feel led to say, when you go into a house and receive and accept and welcome it, well, they welcome you. Don't be fussy. Just eat what's there because it's about souls being won over, the power of God manifesting through you. At this time, don't worry about what you're going to eat. Wherever you go to town and they do not receive and accept you or welcome you, go to the streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to your feet are we're wiping off against you. Yet no one understands this. The kingdom of God has come near to you. He said, he who hears and heeds your you hears and heeds me. And he who slights and rejects you, slights and rejects me. He who slights and rejects me, rejects him who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan falling like lightning, flash from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power of the enemy that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall in any way harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, but that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven because you're doing this work. That's the most important thing is salvation. He wants you to live with him forever. And so don't rejoice so much in that, but that you made it. You got this far. And that's what Jesus wants to say to us today. We have to let go of these things 
let go and just go and do his work. Focus on doing his work. He said, whoever believes in me will do what I'm doing and even more than this. So that's the focus, doing his work. And if you don't believe in him, now's the time to hook up before it's too late. Change your mind. Just decide. The Pharisees wouldn't believe. In his own hometown, they're like, okay, isn't this Joseph's son? It doesn't matter who you are. God is going to use you. They were looking at who Jesus was in the natural and didn't even realize or understand or perceive because they were so stubborn that he is the Son of Man. And we are that important that he's going to anoint us and send us out, those of you who will go. And I suggest that you do. This is, this is eternal life. You know, we thought it was so easy. We can just say this prayer and go sit on the couch or go to church and sit on the bench and volunteer once in a while. But that's not it. It's doing his work, doing whatever he tells you to do, wherever he sends you, whatever he tells you to say, whatever he's telling you to do. And it's more than likely going to be on the street because he's not allowed in the church. He did his ministry on the street. People followed him around on the street. He wasn't in church. And that's what he's asking us to do in this last day to prepare the way for him. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. He's going to make sure you're fed and that you have what you need. And more, he said, whoever in this lifetime gives up their life, their houses, their homes, their family, for the sake of the gospel, because of me, they will have a hundredfold return and eternal life. So you're not going to be going without. You're going to have more than enough. You're going to have more than you can ask or think. You're going to be the head, not the tail, above, not beneath Deuteronomy 28. He has a good plan for you. And the enemy is trying to tell you, that you're going to be without. You have to give all this stuff up. And you do have to give up the things that you have in front of Jesus. But he's going to give it back to you more than you had before. More than you had before. And he has a good plan. And I believe even when you go and you're somewhere, and you're supposed to eat what they have for you. I believe Jesus is going to allow you favor, that you'll, they'll have what you like. He's just saying, stop worrying about it. I'm going to take care of you. So that's the word I have for you today. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, If you would heed my voice, I'm going to come and live on the inside of you. If you would heed my voice, if you're going to do what he tells you to do, if you're willing for him to send you out, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to dine with you. He's going to be with you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to correct you. Revelation 3.19 tells us that he's going to correct us. And as he corrects you, you begin to know him, and he begins to guide you where he wants you to be. You have to be open. You have to be teachable. And so if you never said that prayer, I'd love to say it with you. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for that invitation. We hear you knocking 
at the door of our heart, and we're asking you to come in. We're going to heed your voice. We're going to take it to the street. We're going to do anything you're calling us to do. We're willing and we're obedient. We love you more than we love our lives. And so willing to give it all up and go for you. We love you. We praise you. And we give you all the glory. And so I want to tell you that if you just said that prayer, first of all, that John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is God. So the Word of God is God, and that's how you get to know Him. And as you do His Word, as you obey Him, He's going to manifest Himself to you. He is. And so you need to do the Word. You need to sit at His feet and worship Him and listen for His voice. So thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.